0: Hello everyone! Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Check the Scoreboard Podcast with Mark Lamp. And today we got another decade recap of sports. This time we're going on the baseball side of things and looking at the 2010s decade for the San Francisco Giants. The San Francisco Giants are probably one of the more decorated franchises this decade. In the late 2000s they had a lot of great talent and the team was starting to rise up on everyone's radar for being relevant again. Barry Bonds led the Giants in the 90s and 2000s, but now it's time for the Giants to find a new face of their franchise. Will they find one this decade? Let's find out in a decade recap of the San Francisco Giants. The 2010 season was the one many Giants fans had awaited literally all their lives. Not only did the Giants capture the National League West, clinching the division on the season's final day to finish 92-70, and but they also went 11-4 and in the postseason against Atlanta Philadelphia, and Texas en route to winning the World Series. It was the franchise's first triumph in the Fall Classic since 1954, and obviously the first since the Giants moved to San Francisco in 1958. San Francisco's success revolved around its formidable pitching, which led the majors with a 3.36 ERA, Tim Lincecum, Matt Cain, and Jonathan Sanchez finish a combined 42-30, and 30, and rookie Madison Bumgarner won 7 games in what amounted to the season's second half. They formed the first homegrown quartet of starting pitchers in the postseason since the 1986 Boston Red Sox. Brian Wilson, who saved a major league high 48 games in the regular season and 6 more in the postseason, was nothing short of dominant as he anchored an effective bullpen. General Manager Brian Sabian's midseason deals for the left-hander Javier Lopez and right-hander Ramon Ramirez helped bolster the relief corps. Catcher Buster Posey, the first giant to be named National League Rookie of the Year since 1975, sustained a 21-game hitting streak in July to stimulate the club. He complemented leading run producers Aubrey Huff with a 290-26 home runs, 86 RBI stat line, Juan Uribe, Pat Burrell, left fielder, who joined the team in June, and like Posey, provided a necessary spark. Outfielder Cody Ross claimed on waivers in August became indispensable during the postseason as he was voted most valuable player of the league championship series. Shortstop Edgar Renteria followed by winning World Series MVP honors, an effort capped by his three-run homer in the fifth and deciding game. Renteria hits a high drive, deep left center field. It is gone, And the Giants lead here in the World Series... A mess, and that's it, the Giants, for the first time in 52 years, the Giants are world champions as they come pouring out of the dugout. Now let's look at the 2011 season. The Giants not only failed to repeat as World Series champions, but they also missed the postseason despite spending 81 days in first place. San Francisco settled for its third consecutive winning season, finishing second in the National League West at 86-76. and 76. Outstanding pitching remained the Giants' hallmark. Four of their starters ranked among the league's top 11 in ERA. Three of them, Tim Lincecum, Mack, Ryan Vogelsong, made the National League All-Star team, where they were joined by closer Brian Wilson, but the staff's 320 ERA, second best in the league, was nullified by the offense, which scored a NL low 570 runs. Injuries dogged the Giants, who used a disabled list, a major league high, 25 times, season-ending injuries to catcher Buster Posey and second baseman Freddy Sanchez, before the season was halfway over ultimately grounded the Giants. Without them, the team's most dynamic offensive performer was Pablo Sandoval. He had a 315 batting average, hit 23 dingers and 70 RBIs in 117 games, and he was also a finalist for the Gold Glove award at third base. Through it all, the fans were made stoked about the club's first series triumph in its San Francisco history. The Giants sold out every home game while setting an AT&T Park record with total attendance of 3,387,303. 2012 was another successful year for the Giants. San Francisco captured its second World Series in three years by winning six consecutive elimination games in the postseason. The 1985 Royals were the only team to accomplish this feat. The Giants, typically strong, starting pitching fueled the team's surge as Ryan Vogelsong, Barry Zito, Matt Cain, and Madison Bumgarner combined to a record of .99 ERA in the last seven postseason contests, including a four-game World Series sweep of Detroit. Buster Posey had a stat line of 3.36. 24 home runs, 103 RBIs, won the National League's batting title and MVP, becoming the first catcher to capture those honors in 70 years. Respectively, others who recorded significant achievements including Marco Scudero, who had 362 and 61 games after the Giants obtained him from Colorado on July 27th. Scooter also hit 500 in the NLCS against the St. Louis Cardinals to earn series MVP honors. Right fielder Hunter Pence, another trade deadline acquisition, drove in 45 runs in 59 games. Center fielder and leadoff hitter Angel Pagan set a San Francisco-era record with 15 triples. Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt distinguished themselves in their first full Major League Seasons by improving steadily as the year progressed. Outfielder Gregor Blanco made his mark as a clutch performer by contributing multiple outstanding defensive plays. Panda Pablo Sandoval saved his best for last, homering three times in Game 1 of the World Series to set the triumphant tempo of the Giants. Sandoval ultimately was named Series MVP. Kane made history by pitching the 22nd perfect game in history on June 13th against the Houston Astros. He, Vogelsong, Bumgarner, and Zito each won 14 games or more. Tim Lincecum slumped to a 10-15 mark, but the two-time Cy Young Award winner thrived in the postseason by yielding one earned run in 13 innings spanning five relief appearances. Through the closer, Brian Wilson was lost to an elbow ailment and Tommy John surgery early in April. Santiago Casilla and Sergio Romo, among others, combined to compensate for the loss of the three time All Star. Giants absorbed another personnel loss on August 15th when left fielder Melky Cabrera, the All-Star Game MVP, who was batting a league-high 346, was suspended 50 games for testing positive for testosterone. Rather than give up, the Giants finished 30-14 and 14 to run away with the NL West. As good as that seemed, the best has yet to come. Swing and he belts Deep center field. 2-2 pitch all the way. Rare takes strike 3 call and the Giants have won the World Series in Detroit. In the 2013 season, a late season surge prevented the Giants from becoming the only team besides the 1998 Marlins to finish in last place one year after capturing the World Series. Nevertheless, the Giants still made a year a memorable one. Tim Lincecum threw the seventh no hitter in the club's San Francisco's history, subduing the Padres while striking out 13 on July 13th at San Diego. Swinging drive into left center field, Blanco waiting. He puts it away, and that's a no hitter for Tim Linsicum. Pettit. Nearly eclipsed lengths on September 6 by maintaining a perfect game until pitch hitter Eric Chavez singled with two outs in the ninth inning. Bum Bumgarner was the team's most consistent starter, posting a 13-9 record with a 2.77 ERA. Sergio Romo converted 38 save opportunities, and left-hander Javier Lopez recorded a 1.83 ERA. In a club-high 69 appearances, otherwise, the Giants' renowned pitching staff slumped finishing a 4.0 ERA that ranked 13th in the National League. Injuries hampered numerous position players, including 2nd baseman Marco Scudero, 3rd baseman Pablo Sandoval, and outfielders Angel Pagan and Andres Torres. A bright spot was the right fielder Hunter Pence, who accumulated a team-high 178 hits, 27 home runs, and 99 RBIs. Pence became the first giant since the franchise to move San Francisco in 1958 to start all 162 games. Giants delivered their finest offensive performance in a September 14th victory over Los Angeles when they scored 19 runs. Now to the 2014 season, the Giants have long been known for their legendary performers. More recently, They've been associated with championships. In 2014, they depended their history in both areas as left-hander Madison Bumgarner burst into the stardom to help San Francisco win its third World Series in five years. Bumgarner excelled as San Francisco captured the World Series in seven games against the Kansas City Royals, yielding 1 run in 21 innings for a .43 ERA. That was the lowest figure among pitchers who worked at least 15 innings in a series since Sandy Koufax recorded a .38 ERA for the Dodgers in 1965. Bumgarner locked up series MVP honors by pitching a 4-hit shutout in Game 5 before blanking the Royals for the final 5 innings on 2 days rest in Game 7. Bumgarner was 2-0 with one save in the series after also winning MVP trophy in the National League Championship Series. That followed a regular season which Bumgarner posted an 18-10 mark. And was named it National League All-Star. It was an extremely good year for Bumgarner and a year of extremes for the rest of the Giants. The bullpen thrived despite a change in closures from Sergio Romo to Santiago Casilla in late June. Starters Tim Hudson and Ryan Vogelsong finished a combined nine games under 500 and Tim Lincecum was moved to the bullpen in August. However, Hudson performed well enough in the first half to make the All-Star team, and Lincecum pitched a no-hitter against San Diego on June 25th. The Giants seemed destined for the title, they ultimately won their record, crested at 43-21 and on June 8th, following a 32-11 and binge. By August 12th, the Giants slipped to 6 games over 500, 63-57, and appeared in danger of missing the postseason entirely, but trade deadline acquisition Jake Peavy, won 6 of his final 7 decisions. Buster Posey hit a major league high 354 after the All-Star break and rookie second baseman Joe Panik batted 305 in 73 games to help the Giants recover enough to reach the wildcard game against the Pittsburgh Pirates. San Francisco won that showdown 8-0. As Bumgarner pitched a 4-hit shutout, Brandon Crawford bashed a grand slam and Brandon Bell drove in 3 runs. That was the first of a record 12 postseason triumphs the Giants secured in route to winning it all. Madison Bumgarner is still in this game in relief. He has pitched the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, the 8th. Can he pitch the ninth? The 2-2. Pop down. Send the ball. Now let's talk about the 2015 season for the Giants. Predictably, for those who believe in the club's tendencies in odd and even-numbered years, the Giants could not defend their World Series title, finishing second in the National League West with an 84-78 record. Due to enormous injuries in third baseman Casey McGehee's ineffectiveness, manager Bruce Bochy projected opening day lineup played exactly one game together. Yet San Francisco seasons featured considerable individual achievement. Madison Bumgarner followed up nicely on his 2014 World Series Heroics, finishing 18-9 with a 2.93 ERA. He and his battery mate Buster Posey made the National League All-Star team, along with the shortstop Brandon Crawford and second baseman Joe Panik. It was another banner year for the bullpen as right-hander Santiago Casilla amassed 38 saves and left-hander Javier Lopez limited opponents to a 1.45 batting average. Crawford became the first giant to win the Gold Glove and Silver Slugger Awards in the same season since Barry Bonds in 1997. Matt Duffy supplanted McGehee as the regular third baseman in May and proceeded to hit a 2.95 batting average good for a second place finish in the National League Rookie of the Year balloting. Duffy also won the Willie Mack award as the team's most inspirational player, an honor never before bestowed upon a rookie. Other rookies also excelled. Right-hander Chris Heston no-hit the Mets on June 9th for one of his 12 wins. Outfielder Jared Parker sustained a late-season hitting bench that included a 3-homer outburst at Oakland on September 26th, but injuries undermined these and other accomplishments. Right-fielder Hunter Pence went on the disabled list three times and was limited to 52 games. When Pence was healthy enough to start, the Giants went 35-17. and other Giants missing considerable playing time included Panic, outfielder Nori Aoki, and Engel Pagan. Right fielder's Jake Peavy and Matt Cain, Kenters Andrew Suzak, and Hector Sanchez. First baseman Brandon Belt, right-hander Tim Lincecum, and left-hander Jeremy Apdell. Now it's time for the 2016 season. An odd season ended the giant stretch of success in even-numbered years after winning the World Series in 2010, 2012, and 2014. They reached the postseason for the 12th time since the franchise moved to San Francisco in 1958 but erratic offense and a faulty bullpen prevented the Giants from returning to the fall classic. The story of this year's postseason was brief for the Giants, who won the wildcard game at New York 3-0 as Madison Bumgarner pitched a four-hitter and Connor Gillespie homered in the ninth inning to account for all of the scoring. The Giants proceeded to lose to the Division Series to the eventual World Series champion, Chicago Cubs, in four games. San Francisco dropped the final game in cruel yet fitting fashion. The Giants led 5-2 entering the ninth inning, but their bullpen, which set a dubious franchise record with 30 regular season blown saves, surrendered four runs. Nevertheless, it was a fruitful year for many Giants, led by Baumgartner and Johnny Cueto. San Francisco's starters recorded a 3.71 ERA, 5th best in the majors. Bumgarner, 59 made the All-Star team for the fourth consecutive season and struck out 251 batters, smashing the franchise record for left-hander set in 1898 by Cy Seymour. Cueto had an 18-5 record, started the All-Star game for the National League and threw a league-high five complete games. San Francisco's pitching was supplemented by effective defense as three members of its up-the-middle combination, Shortstop Brandon Crawford, second baseman Joe Panik, and catcher Buster Posey won Rawlings Gold Glove Awards for defensive excellence. Crawford also drove in 84 runs, a team high for the second year in a row. Widely considered legitimate contenders entering the season, the Giants endured a surprisingly subpar year as they finished last in the National League West. The club's 64-98 record was its second worst since the franchise moved to San Francisco in 1958, eclipsed only by 1985's infamous 62-100 finish, the lone 100-loss season since the team's inception in 1883. The Giants' problems were especially pronounced on the road, where their 321 winning percentage 26-55 and 55, was the major league's worst. Moreover, the Giants floundered against the teams they needed to beat the most, finishing 29-47 and 47 against their division rivals. The Giants' defining moment didn't even occur on the field. It unfolded at a dirt bike track outside of Denver on April 20th, a scheduled off day. Finishing a recreational spin, ace left hander Madison Bumgarner lost control of his bike and sprained his throwing shoulder. Besides bruising ribs, the four-time All-Star didn't pitch again until July 15th. By then, the Giants' fate was sealed. Every member of the Giants' opening day lineup spent time on the disabled list. Every member of the Giants' opening day lineup spent time on the disabled list. Exasperating Bumgarner's injury, lacking continually in depth, the Giants floundered offensively. They ranked last in the majors in homers with 128 and slugging with a .38 slugging percentage. They finished next to last in runs at 639 and on base percentage at 0.309 or were the 23rd best team and batting average at 249. Catcher Buster Posey quite literally provided the season's silver lining batting 0.320 to win the silver slugger award at the league's outstanding offensive performer at his position. Shortstop Brandon Crawford continued to strengthen his reputation for defense excellence by winning his third consecutive Gold Glove Award. Now for the 2018 season, the Giants endured their second consecutive losing season, finishing fourth in the National League West with a 73-89 record. Their rotation was beset with injuries as they lost Madison Bumgarner to a left-hand fracture in his final spring training start, Johnny Cueto to Tommy John surgery, and Jeff Samarja to a nagging right shoulder injury. Still, the emergence of Derek Holland and youngsters Derek Rodriguez and Andrew Suarez helped keep the rotation afloat. The lineup also struggled to stay healthy with new third baseman Evan Longoria, Brandon Belt, and Joe Panik spending significant time on the injured list. Buster Posey also played through a hip injury for most of the season, which eventually led to a season-ending surgery in August. Their production was harder to replace resulting in a lineup that ranked near the bottom of virtually every major offensive category. One of the few bright spots came courtesy of Brandon Crawford, who overcame a slow start to the season to becoming the starting shortstop for the National League at the 2018 All-Star Game in Washington, D.C. Following the disappointing season, the Giants dismissed general manager Bobby Evans, Who had been a fixture of san francisco's front office for 25 years their search for the new front office leadership led them to los angeles where they hired former dodgers general manager farhan zaidi as their president of baseball operations the 2019 season marked the end of an era for the giants as manager Bruce Bochy stepped down after 13 seasons and three World Series championships with San Francisco. The Giants had hoped to make one final run in Bochy's last year, but they fell short of their goal, going 77-85 and to secure their third straight losing season. The Giants managed to make things interesting in July, posting a 19-6 record to vault themselves back into the thick of the National League wildcard race. Still their momentum ultimately proved unsustainable as they crashed back down to earth in August and eventually faded from playoff contention. While Madison Bumgarner and Jeff Samarja emerged as the pillars of the Giants rotation, the free agent signings of Derek Holland and Drew Pomeranz didn't plan out as expected. Young starters like Tyler Beattie, Derek Rodriguez, Sean Anderson, and Logan Webb were given opportunities to establish themselves in the rotation, but they endured their share of growing pains. The offense, meanwhile, struggled to consistently score runs particularly at home. The Giants went 35-46 and at Oracle Park in 2019, their worst home record in San Francisco history. Newcomers Kevin Pilar and Mike Yazzormicki tied for the team lead with 21 home runs, becoming the first Giant hitters to reach 20 home mark since Brandon Crawford, who had 21 home runs in 2015. Yazzormicki, who debuted the Giants in May after grinding through seven seasons in the minors, delivered one of the best moments of the year when he followed in the footsteps of his grandfather, Hall of Famer Carl Yazzormicki, and homered at Fenway Park during an interleague series against the Red Sox. He gets a fastball here that he can hit. He does high in the center field. It is out of here. Unbelievable. Number 20 here at Fenway Park for Mike Yastrzemski. Other highlights included closer Will Smith's first career All-Star selection and Johnny Cueto's return from Tommy John surgery in September. After the season, President of Baseball Operations Farhan Zaidi hired former manager of the Phillies Gabe Kapler to succeed Bochy and named former Cubs executive Scott Harris and his new general manager. Now that is a decade recap of the San Francisco Giants. Hopefully you guys do enjoy the series. I do have a fun time making these. Yeah, let me know what you think. Again, follow me on Instagram, mark.lamp13. This is where you get all your updates for the Check the Scoreboard podcast. And hopefully you guys have a good rest of your day.